Mark the radio dial setting at MotorCityGaming.com. Do not use your phone. It must be reserved for vital emergency messages so that you can receive official news and civil defense instructions on the Conrad frequency used in your area. Your life may depend on this. The last line of defense in major gaming news. Gamezilla Alpha. Prepare to take shelter and obey instructions instantly. This is the underground resistance. Join the Alpha Force. This is the plan to help you and others who need you. A plan to live, to work, and fight as did your forefathers. Now, let's check the plan together step by step. Gamezilla Alpha. Welcome to GameZilla Alpha, where we are going to start by bitching about people that drive on the road. Listen, it's sprinkling out, people. It rains all the time, wherever the hell you've come from, wherever the hell you go to. Learn to drive in the rain, all right? You get two sprinkles, and then people turn into idiots. Uh, I got one sprinkle, and people turn into idiots. It's awful. Like, I had one. It, I- a slight drizzle outside on the way to the studio today, and I swear to God, three accidents... And this is like six miles, maybe. Three accidents, and I got cut off twice. I drove by a car that was upside down on the freeway. Mind you, there were no other cars involved, and it was flat because we're in Michigan. (laughs) So for me, I literally drove by this person. They were okay, thankfully. But I drove by them and said, how did you even (laughs) manage that? Like, you have skill beyond me because I couldn't flip my car if I tried, but you got it upside down and you slid it down the freeway. Okay, well, you know what? Winter's right around the corner, so it's only going to get better right now. It's only getting better as it gets colder. Welcome to GameZilla Alpha, episode 32. Man. Jazzy, tell the fine, fine people how they can listen to us bitch more. About bad drivers. Man, you can listen to us bitch more early on patreon.com slash GameZilla Podcast. If you start your patronage today, you'll get awesome perks like early access to this podcast and the Mothership Show, the GameZilla Podcast. Uh, you can get cool things like 10-year rewards where the longer you're a patron, you can get some cool swag and stuff from us like t-shirts and you know posters and maybe some hats. I didn't say that. Um... <laughs> And also, you can uh, vote for Fight Club. I won Fight Club this past week. First one at, well, I guess we've only had two. Yeah, you so lost the first one. I lost one. the first one, won the second yeah. one. So I'm one for one. Not not bad. I'm still undefeated. You're though, still so. undefeated. So well, you got that on me, but you and know Cable, and Cable's just a loser. He's just, well, <laughs> winless. <laughs> he, he didn't do his homework, that's for sure. But you could do all of this at patreon.com slash games podcast. All right. What's the topic today? That's what everybody wants to know because this is the Hot Topic Show. We take something, we spin our opinions on it, we either yell at each other or we agree. It doesn't, we never know. I actually don't even know what side you're taking on this particular uh, topic. But today, episode 32 is going to be focused around the company we all love. I mean, there's no other company out there that's better than this company. I think I've praised them Forever. I don't think you've ever heard me say anything bad about GameStop. Nike. (laughs) Yeah, Nike. Coca-Cola. Yeah, Coca-Cola, right. Yeah, they make, yeah. We're going to talk about soda today. (laughs) 
And by soda, I mean pop, because it's said, (laughs) we we pronounce it here as pop, and that's the right way. But no, let's not get into that. That's a different episode. Different show entirely. (laughs) Right. Today, it's GameStop. They are launching a new game rental subscription, and they're calling it... Jump. No, actually. They're calling it Skip. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) They're calling it Power Pass. Oh. Power Pass is coming November 19th, just in time for the holidays. Yeah. For those that didn't catch on to that, we did a GameZilla Alpha episode earlier about a subscription-based, kind of like Netflixy type of game rental called Jump. So that was my plug into that. For those of you that did understand it, we also apologize because it was a terrible joke. Facts. <laughs> Okay, so GameStop starting this rental service. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit about GameStop before we get into this service, and and maybe why this has uh, has even shown its face. Why this is even becoming an actual thing? Uh, GameStop, which is is your biggest video game store, uh, physical video game store in the world, um, has. They've fallen from grace recently due to the popularity in digital downloads. They are, they've been trying over these last sev- several years to really try to figure out how they can improve their business uh, because of the lack of sales and the drop-off due to all these people buying their games while they sit at home on their consoles, on their PCs. You know, you got yeah, Steam. Gamefly. And- yeah, well, yeah, even Gamefly for, for uh, rental options. Um, but you have PlayStation Store. You have the Xbox Store. You have Steam. You have all, you know, Nintendo has an online store. You don't have to leave your console. You don't have to leave your house to buy a game anymore. And yeah. that is what is directly killing GameStop along with the online retailers like Amazon. Yeah, even Amazon if I and yeah, eBay and Target even and if I Best want, Buy. And, yeah, <laughs> even if I want a physical edition, I still don't have to leave my house. And with Amazon Prime, I get it in two days. I get a discount on it. I mean, like, yeah. it's it's win-win, right? So yeah, most of these places are really good, too, now with, like, same-day delivery of release date. Right. So yeah. you're not having to worry about, like, oh, if I order it, I'm not going to get to play it on the day it releases. That's the reason why I would go into a physical store to get it because I can get it on the day the game comes out, right? places like Amazon are now guaranteeing that the game will be delivered to your house at some point on the day of release. Yeah, exactly. So you do have a lot of that going for the online retailers, which has been hurting GameStop for a while, and that is why we have seen the purchase of ThinkGeek, right? And and, and integrating that into the GameStop brand where they're not 100% relying on game sales. They have, you know collectibles and memorabilia and stuff like that uh, surrounding all these different nerd, um, you know, not just gaming either. You have Game of Thrones, you have Star Trek, Star Wars, and all this stuff that's going on now through GameStop. And, uh, you know, so we're seeing a transition where they're trying to, um, you know, take their portfolio and, and instead of it being 100% into the gaming realm, they're, you know, they're splitting it up. They're trying to diversify their portfolio. Well, yeah. That was the, that was the yeah. line I was actually working for. to sound smart before I saw it. Diversify your portfolio. But I got it. I got it out eventually. At the end of the day, they're realizing that the physical video game industry wasn't enough to keep them afloat. So now they're just trying to pick up on your action figures and your T-shirts to you know keep up with 
basically staying afloat with things like Funko. So like Funko's huge now with all of their little pops. So they're trying yeah. to get them in there, and you know. But even with all of that, GameStop has had a rough go of it recently, with share prices falling eight percent on the heels of its largest earnings report. Um, so the video game retail business, in particular, dropped three point four percent in the second quarter of this year. Now we're moving into fourth quarter, a big quarter for all these companies, uh, any retail company, because you're going into mm-hmm. the holidays, and they uh, can't keep adding more products. Their stores aren't big enough. They, oh, they they're awful right now. Yeah, they're you go all, in there right now, you can't move. Yeah, it's crazy how, and they get worse during the holidays. Oh yeah, because they're trying to get all those Black Friday sales and yeah. Christmas sales going. So what has uh, GameStop come up with? They've come up with Power Pass. So. For $60, the price of one new AAA video game, subscribers will have the ability to rent as many pre-owned games as their gamer heart desires. Now, you can only rent one at a time. Okay. And this last $60, it lasts for six months. So that means you're paying 10 bucks a month, and you can technically rent as many games as you want within that six-month period, one at a time, and you are... Um, the the last piece of this, which is is interesting, is that this will include one free game to keep at the end of the subscription period. Now, this is all pre-owned, right? All pre-owned. So the crazy part and you here, have to go back into the store to correct. It, it's all physical, so you have to go into the store to drop off your game and then pick up a new game during this rental period. Correct. Now there are interesting ways. Uh, are interesting. Uh, addition information about this because I, I had a few questions for me was like what if is it only my the one store that I paid for that I can get from and what if they don't have a game but this store over here does right mm-hmm. so they've uh, GameStop has started to clarify a lot of this stuff but before we get into that the the one thing that people need to understand is that you must be a power up rewards program uh, member now there is a free tier to this now with their new right. free pro and elite. Mm-hmm. You can get the free version and then pay the sixty for the subscription. You don't have you do not have oh, to you don't be, have to be a paid member. You do not have to be a paid member. You just have to be a Power Up Rewards member. Period. Okay, so you can use the free tier. I was going to say that might you, be their hidden double yeah, dip right no, there. Yeah, you can be a free tier and it'll make you eligible for rental subscription. Okay, so that is uh, that is the one thing that you have to do. Um, you know the the big thing here though is. You can go into your so you go into your store, your your go to GameStop, the one closest to your house or your favorite one, whatever it is, and you you sign up for this deal, and you can pick your games from there. Now there will be an online service, an online uh, additional page on GameStop's website now that if your store doesn't have something, you can go onto this website, rec- find that game, and then request that it gets sent to your store which then at that point will be put on hold for you for X amount of time, has been disclosed, maybe it's 24, 48 hours, mm-hmm. and you can go in and pick it up. So you are technically working out of one store, the store that I'm assuming you purchased the $60 subscription from, but you're not limited to what that store only has. You okay. technically can have that makes sense. games sent to that store. Yeah, And then um, essentially at that point you're losing shipping time? Shipping time, yeah. So, um, you know, the this is the first time that I'm going to sit here and say this sounds like a good idea. Like this, I don't have, I don't, I didn't, I didn't like when GameStop jumped into the retro 
the retro game uh, realm because I didn't think they could funk you know handle it properly and i think i've been proven right that they haven't handled it properly and it's, it's one reason why we haven't seen a considerable growth in that whole system of theirs you know that we've seen in these mom and pop retro shops around you know all over the place but i think um this is the first time that they've you know outside of like the think geek purchase i thought was smart for them um this is the next big move they've made that seems super smart because you don't have any competition like if you want, you can drop GameFly in there. People are gonna say, "Yeah, they do. They got GameFly." Okay, first of all, I'm su- I can't. I'm surprised GameFly is even alive still. Second of all, this is how GameFly works. You sign up for it. You you pick a game. If it's a newly released game, good luck getting it. But if you do get it, it's still gonna take two to three days to get to you. It's still gonna take, you know, that time to receive the game. Then let's say here's the kicker though. You want a new game. Okay, you have to send that game back, which takes time. Then they have to send you the new game, which takes more time. So now you're talking two, three days for that initial copy. Maybe when you swap it out for the second game, it's now three, four, four, five days. Okay? Mm-hmm. GameStop, you just get in your car, you go to your, your local GameStop, which for me is a mile down the road. I hop in, hand in my game, grab another game, go home and play it. Way better. Yeah. And all the comp- all the stores that you know, blockbusters, and and even you know around us here locally, we have Family Video still. It's really the only rental store that's, that's and that's even dwindling. And it's dwindling. Um, but you know, there's no other. There's nothing. I mean, maybe maybe they got some. You know, you got Redbox and stuff like that for movies. I, I don't even think like I've never tried to get a game. Man, is that still a thing? I don't know. I haven't. Even, I haven't maybe seen not. a Redbox in a hot minute. Yeah, it might not be a thing anymore. <laughs> okay. All I'm saying is you don't have a lot of options. <laughs> and now GameStop's going to step in and say, "Hey, we're going to bring back a service that nobody wanted. Nobody wanted this service." Um, you know, a few years back when when these rental you know companies were still around, but now that it's gone. Mm-hmm. And now the games are sixty dollars and coming out faster than ever and all this stuff. It's a smart move to just say we're going to rehash an old idea, yeah, and turn it into a service, a subscription service. And I think I think they're going to see an enormous sales on this. I, I really believe this is going to be one of the best decisions they've made in a long time. So, uh, two things about this. I think it's a good idea. However, I think there's a, 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 a slight flaw and hiccup for me, at least, my opinion on it, in two things. A, Blockbuster Video didn't make it. Family Video is dwindling down because this whole rental, like, game and, and movie thing is, like, fading. Like, people just aren't doing it anymore because everything is online. You have your Netflix. You have your, your Hulu. You have your Amazon Prime. So... People aren't just aren't going to the store to rent games anymore because it's easier for them to sit on the couch and do it. So I think like companies like Jump are going to see um, a little bit larger success than this. Not to say that both aren't going to be successful, but I think just in the industry now, people are lazy and they don't want to get up off their couch. So they're more than likely going to grab us a, a subscription off of something they could just download onto their system. It's true, but. Okay, let me let's put out a couple scenarios. GameStop, you can go to any GameStop. You go to GameStop right now, mm-hmm. and there's gonna be people in that store, shopping, buying oh, yeah. video games, buying controllers, buying you know nerdy memorabilia, whatever. During the holidays, it's gonna be even crazier. Now you have an abundance, and when I say an abundance, think of GameStop as a whole. 
what their pre-owned inventory looks like. Mm-hmm. That's overhead. You pay people to take that game back in. You may rip them off and give them 20 bucks for, for a $45 game you're going to resell. But the bottom line is you're holding on to all of that. That right. is all inventory, and it's get, and every day it gets older. Mm-hmm. Now, you can set up this subscription where people can still buy those pre-owned games, but at the same time, you can rent them out, and your pre-owned overhead inventory is helping you in a monthly continuous basis. Right. While it does sell from time to time, it's still helping you when it doesn't. Yeah. And that's the key. I think that's the key is that out of everything inventory that they hold, I, th- I, would, I would imagine their pre-owned is one of, if not the biggest inventory overhead that they carry as a company. Mm-hmm. And for me, I look at it in the sense that it sits there, and unless someone wants to save five bucks or or something like that, it all it does is depreciate in value. To eventually, I wonder. We all talk about how they rip themselves or how they rip people off, right? How many games do people trade in where they give you thirty bucks, and you're like, man, I got fifty percent return on this, but then it sits on the shelf until it sells for twenty five bucks. They actually lost $5 on that game. I would be interested to see the loss ratio on their yeah. pre-owned. And, I, and I'm not talking about games like, you know, when Overwatch was red hot. If a used copy of Overwatch showed up, people, someone would buy it. Like, that's that that's not it. But there's so many other games. Like, how many times did people were people pissed about Last Guardian and, and threw their copy away in the first week so they got top dollar trade-in? And then they sat on the shelf because no one wanted Last Guardian until they were given away for $8, $5, you know, $10. And they, were, and they had given all those people $30. Yeah, Last Guardian, No Man's Sky, like... Right. A lot of these games. You think, yeah. And there's a lot of those disappointment games that lose value quickly that people are smart enough to dump off early. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so I'd be curious to see what that what that number is. GameStop will never never publicly tell you that. Oh, yeah. No but, way. you know, this service, I believe, helps counterbalance that because those games that do sit on the shelf and maybe aren't going to sell could still be rented, could still be could still be motivation for someone's like, well, I wanted to play Last Guardian, but I don't want to buy it because I, I just, from what I've read and what I've seen, it's not worth owning. But I want to play it. Yeah. So now this copy that just sat on a shelf and collected dust until you threw it in the clearance bin actually has a purpose and it's making you 60 bucks. You know? And, you know, you, yeah. you think of their reward, their reward, um, Power Up Rewards members. You think of how many they have, which is going to be millions upon millions, right? And and even if you only pull 5% of your Power Up Rewards uh, members convert to this subscription at $60 for half a year, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot of money that you didn't have before. Yeah. So I think, yes, you're right. People are lazy. And yes, you're right. Digital downloads are always something that are... Um, you know, it's always something that's growing now. It's always growing. You know, uh, we remember the days where we thought digital was stupid. Well, now it's not anymore. Just digital music. Like we don't, people don't buy CDs very often anymore. People don't buy, like you said, movies. People don't, you know. Yeah. So, but at the same time, people do go to GameStop. So I feel like because this service exists inside of a store that you go to to buy your controllers and to buy your things still, it it's going to 
work yeah. because of that. It's different when it was Blockbuster and you're like, well, they are only a rental company. Like, I go there because I want to rent something. That's it. That's the yeah. only reason I walk in their door. GameStop's different. I walk in because they have an exclusive colored, you know, PlayStation controller and I want to buy it. And, you know, while I'm here, I'm going to tra- I'm gonna swap out my game because I heard this new game's fun but short, so yeah. I don't want to buy it. I'm just going to play it and I go home with it. And this is a, this is this was my other point. And this is where it's like, I think this service is really, a really, really good idea for GameStop. However, there's one thing that they have to do right in order to make this successful. Because if it's just a $60 for six month subscription service, and you're basically flopping out this inventory of games, you're still making the $60 over six months. So it's not like a total loss. But here's the thing. The whole point and purpose of this is to get people back into your store to trade the game in to get a new game. So the whole point of what makes this a excellent idea is you need to train your team. And unfortunately for me, with all the experiences that I've had at GameStop, the the people that have been working there for me have been awful. They don't know what they're talking about. They're not salespeople. They're just hot garbage. And this is what's going to hurt you, I think, in the long run with this whole thing is because you now have a $60 subscription. So you're making $60 off a person who's going to be coming into your store multiple times over the next six months. And you need the people that they're dealing with to be like, oh, did you like this game? Well, here, you can go ahead and take this game now that you traded this one in and you want you could buy this one for 20 bucks. Right. Like it's only twenty dollars. Like if you liked it, you know you, it could be yours. Yeah, and you need to get your people to to make them leave without just turning their game in and getting a new one. Well, because that's the big thing is that if I'm if I I'm probably going to get this service because I want to try it out right and I want to be able to speak uh, speak on it here on the show and and I think it, I can benefit from it. Mm-hmm. But I'm a collector, so it's tough it's tough for me because like I want to put it on my wall too, right, and keep it. But um, I think there are games out there that I'm on the fence about and that that this service would would help me a lot with versus wasting money. And so but the thing is that yes, you said you are basically let's just say for for simple purposes 100 people sign up for this, right? It's going to be way, way more than that, but 100 people sign up for this. Those 100 people are going to come into your store in a in a higher frequency than any of your other customers. Yeah, because they want to get the value out of what they just bought. Now here's the kicker. You have to make it worth your GameStop's money. You have to make it worth the company's value here is making sure that they either purchase or sign or, or pre-order or whatever throughout that time because at the end, that person comes in and takes a pre-owned game home. So that $60 you got up front, you're potentially losing 80% of that by them taking a $45 game home mm-hmm. at the end. Now, mind you, you only pay thirty, so maybe you're losing fifty percent, right? You're still making thirty dollars at the end of it. Yeah. But what did you do in between? What did you do in that six month window that made it worth even more? That's what I'm saying. So if somebody comes and I don't know, obviously it's pre-owned, so it it it's going to be a dependent upon what that GameStop actually gets in their inventory, and then whether or not you want to put the legwork in as a PowerPass member to go online and request a game to get sent to that store to whatever, which people will do. So I'm not I'm not taking that against them. I think that's a great idea by that from them. Is not like, oh well your store doesn't have it too bad. Like, no, that like customer service. Hey, you finally did something right there. You can do it. You just gotta take this extra step. But 
getting like somebody takes Zelda Breath of the Wild home for their Switch, and then they they play it and they bring it back and they're like, all right, I want to get my new game. It's up to that GameStop employee that they turn that game into to be like, oh well, you know, you could buy this Breath of the Wild for forty bucks. Did you like it? Because it could be yours. And then they, oh, I really did like it. Like, yeah, this is something I want in my collection, which helps with you. But with uh, people that are like you with the the collectors, oh, yeah, I do want that in my collection. I'm going to pay 40 bucks. Right. But then also they're like, oh, we also have, uh, you know, Link hoodies over there. And we have these, uh, you know, Zelda figurines. And you can get yeah. a keychain with this blind I think, box. Like, I think the key, though, is that when you act like that, right, When if, if they attacked you st- directly like that your your attach rate is going to be terrible because mm-hmm. they do that already in GameStop at Best Buy or whatever instead you need to like when someone wa- so here's how I would take it okay I've been I've been in retail for many many years I'm no longer in retail thank god but still the big thing is we we need to understand the person and we need to understand how, like did they even enjoy the game before we right so like a big thing for me that I would like to do see happen is like I bring the game in and they go, "Oh, did you finish it?" Like, "Oh man, you know, I got pretty far, but uh, you know, this is, I saw that this other game is available for for pre-owned, and my buddies are all playing it, so I want to play with them." I'm like, "Oh well, you know, you almost finished it. Did you like? Did you enjoy it?" And you're like, "Yeah, man, best Zelda game I've ever played." At that point, now you'd be like, "Well, you know, um, right now it's forty six ninety nine, but you're already a Power Up Rewards member." You know, you could if if you went to pro or elite, we could get this game down to like thirty dollars for you, and then you could add it to your collection and still take the pre own with you and take take the other rental with you so you could play with your friends, and that way you could finish Zelda. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was always about building. You know, in this day and age, people think you're trying to sell them something that they don't want, and then the problem is that they walked into your store. They walked into a building that sells shit, and then they get upset that you're trying to sell them something. Mm-hmm. So now it's a whole mind game of how do you sell something to somebody, but do it in a way where you're a friend, right? And that's yeah. and that's the big thing. And I, here's 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 a kicker, ready? Yeah. Subliminally, yeah. So if they come in and let's say they're just looking at this this Zelda T-shirt, right? The difference between going up and saying like, you know, this Zelda T-shirt's on sale. If you become a Power Up member, I can get it for you even cheaper. And it sounds like you're attacking them, right? Yeah. You subliminally get them to purchase it by saying one simple phrase. I think you'd look good in that shirt. Right. Something like that. Or Because then you're putting the thought in their mind of like, this is a simple thing that you could do with like, if you're trying to sell at a clothing store for fitting rooms and stuff like that. Just saying like, I think that blouse would look good on you. And then a girl's going to go into the fitting room and they're going to try that that shirt on. They're going to be like, you know, it doesn't fit and I don't really like the look of it. It doesn't like lay on my body the way I want it. But but that person thinks I look good in it. Yeah. Except unless it was you, Jazzy, then they well, would then, just report then they'd be, you to yeah. HR and you oh, get fired yeah. for you know sexual harassment. No, that's but, true. That's happened twice. Yeah. <laughs> right. Both at Target. It's weird. You're still yeah, there. Yeah, still there. I don't know how. <laughs> Glitch in the system where like they can't turn me. No, uh, but uh, but yeah, you're right. And I think you're you nailed. You know, back to the point here is that the biggest. It is the most important thing is that their their line level employees have to be ready to handle it. Like uh, I I went into GameStop a, a week ago and I had a really good experience. Someone saw me in front of the blind box Overwatch characters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, figures. And they walk up and they go, oh, you play Overwatch? I was like, yeah. You know, and I'm like, not as much as I used to, but yeah, I mean, I like Overwatch. It's like, oh, well, who do you mean? 
I was like, oh, you know, I like Soldier, Diva, you know, like I was, I like doing uh, Tank or DPS, you know, and they're like, oh, yeah, I play so-and-so, you know, I like this. And, and we got talking about Overwatch. That's when they, they, they were like, did you know about, you know, uh, game, game of the Year edition? I was like, yeah, I already have everything. Like, I'm actually in here, and, th- and this is how they get information out of you, right? right? I said, I'm actually in here because my wife wants to pick up Assassin's Creed. And like, oh yeah, Assassin's Creed, it's a great, you know, great game, you know, um, and that's when they, because they got that information, they were able to pitch to her the season pass. We didn't buy it because I don't want the season pass for it. It hasn't proven to be worth the season pass to me yet, right? right? But they didn't pitch a season pass to me of a game that they didn't even know I wanted, right? Like they, they, they gained that information through conversation that wasn't annoying and then made a pitch. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool, thanks, man. You know, and, like, we moved on. Right. But, uh, you know, that's what, in a whole, GameStop needs to do. They need to have those people in place that are going to be comfortable with just trying to talk and trying to get get the, the basic information so that they can craft a unique recommendation to that person. Because the second it feels unique, the second it feels genuine, is you have such a higher percentage of converting mm-hmm. versus being like, you need to become an elite member. And then, and then that person says no. And then you just like walk two feet over and like, you need to become an elite member. And that person's like, I don't even know what elite member is. And then you like, and like get on my face. And then you walk up with the third person. All three people have overheard you from the last person. Mm-hmm. You're a robot. No one cares what you have to say now because you've annoyed three people. The fourth person's already annoyed and you haven't even talked to him yet. Okay? <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. I have plenty of years of experience. You need to be personal. You need to pay attention. Look what they're wearing. What kind of hat do they have on? Make mention to it. Is it an Overwatch symbol? Do, do they, is it a Destiny t-shirt? Like, pay attention. Don't just be a drone. And, and that's, and unfortunately, that is what we see a lot of in some of these stores. Because we go to, a, we visit GameStop at any ability that we, that we can um, when we're traveling, right? Um, because we do get such a different experience from one store to the next that we almost kind of, it's almost an experiment for us here at at, uh, GameZilla is that we, we are interested to to go into a store and be like, that was a, that was an awesome store. That store was filled with gamers that are employees. And you go into another store and you go, that store was filled with, Nothing like those people. Yeah. Like, what are they you even got people doing? That, yeah, like, for, they were desperate like this for a store, job and they got yeah. the job. That's what it <laughs> no. was. This store has employees that doesn't know what the Overwatch symbol looks like. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's an O and a W combined. Yeah, yeah. It, it, Just <laughs> so you know, yeah. people who are employed with rock, GameStop that yeah. don't know what Overwatch is, I you rock an probably Overwatch. Know what Overwatch is? I rock an Overwatch wallet, right? And and it's funny how many people make conversation with me the second I pull my wallet out. Now, mind you, if I'm pulling my wallet out, I'm already buying something from you most likely, right? Mm-hmm. So they're still making reference to me and building conversation just because of my wallet. To me, that feels genuine because I'm already buying something from you. You're not yeah. trying You're not trying to milk me for more money. You've already rung me up, but you want to talk to me about my wallet. That to me, that like, so yeah. even, even building post-purchase relationship is going to cause that person to come back and maybe buy something from you next time. Yeah, it's the difference between a conversation piece versus an announcement. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, basically 99 out of 100 people are not going to take an announcement. 
At that point, you're better off just putting a flyer for what the hell you want in their bag on their way out the door and letting them read it at home because they're more likely going to come back and get your subscription that way than you annoying the shit out of them with a <laughs> just straight up announcement. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and, and this all let's 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 kind of spin this back into what we're talking about. This all comes down to the the employee has to be ready to promote and sell this service. Uh, and then continue to benefit from this service through that six-month window with all of these pr- people that are purchasing it. Um, and and that is, you're you're 100% right. This is the biggest obstacle that GameStop will have because we've been to so many stores where we have felt we we were you know treated shitty uh, or not given accurate information or people just didn't have a clue. And we literally came from another store that did, you know, like another store sent us here Mm -hmm. and now you're giving me like different information. So like, Oh, and they're like hardcore too. Yeah. It's not just, they give you different information or the wrong information. They're like firm on it. Like they're right. They're like, no, no, this is how it is. I'm like, listen, and listen, bitch. All right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's going to, it is, it's going to get, I run a video game podcast for a living. I talk, eat, sleep, and breathe video games with my friends for my whole life. It's like my job, and what you're telling me is correct is 100% incorrect. The only thing you said wrong there was that you should have said, I run a very successful podcast. Oh, it's a video game God. podcast. Okay, yeah. well, yeah, next time. Yeah, you know, you yeah. got to you gotta really... It's, you gotta if, I'm not su- you gotta if I'm not successful, <laughs> apparently they're still right. right. Got it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but no, so I think um, this is a very promising uh, move by GameStop. Uh, I will be, I'm already an elite member with them. Um, just not because I shop a lot fr- from them, but because of the podcast, because of my involvement in the gaming industry, I like to try a lot of these services so that I can come out here and tell you that Gamers Club at Best Buy is 5,000% worth it. Like if you don't have Gamers Club and you buy video games at Best Buy, you are stupid. That's yep. it. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. no offense. Bottom you're line. dumb. But if you know, but then I go look at like the elite membership that I bought, which it's like, okay, you pay into the pro membership like 15 bucks, and then you pay more to get into the elite, and it's like, well, I get more points, and I get you know a bigger discount on pre-owned, which I don't generally buy, and I get two two day shipping. I honestly bought it for the two day shipping because it's like I order some things off GameStop that are exclusive and I don't like that I have to wait five to you know eight days to ship. So I like the two two day shipping, which is similar to Amazon Prime. So you know you have to find the values there. I like to I like to test them out, and that's why I will test this subscription piece out and see what I think of it. But out the gate, I think it's really smart. I think it's for for you know usually this is a company that I generally have you know. Not the nicest things to say about. Uh, I worked for them for for you know several years, and overall, I, I kind of you know short of them having a monopoly, I I don't understand how any other way they were in business for a while. But they've figured it out. They've grown up. They've matured as a company, and I think this is a good decision for them. I think yeah. uh, we should see. I'm I'm excited for them to release numbers that their conversion. I think their conversion rate will be very high. Um, you're you're launching it right at the holidays, which is super smart. I mean, wh- how cool would be a gift for you, for someone that you buy and you hand them and say, "Here you go, you have six months to play as many video games as you want." 
Yeah, it's a cool gift. It's a yeah. it's a different gift, you know. Plus I don't know. I don't know what game to buy my nephew. I don't even know what games he plays. Right. Like so, here, you know what? So play is, as many as you want. Yeah, play as many as you want. <laughs> and then your parents can buy you. Then your parents can buy you the ones yeah. that you like. Exactly. There you go. And you exactly. don't even have to do it. Um, but it's super smart. I think the key thing here is that you don't have to have a paid membership in order to do it. You can have the free membership. Uh, power up membership in order to get this service. Yep. If they would have had any sort of like additional charge onto having one of the paid power up memberships, that would have just immediately, I think, shut this down for me. But the fact that you can get it through the free service and then still get the the um, why am I drawing a blank on what they call it? The power pass? Is that what this is called? Power, power pass. God, yeah. I was just drawing a blank on that for right now. Because power up and power pass, too much power shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the fact that you can get it through the free subscription as well is like... Yeah, it. I almost under... Like, if they would have done it where you had to be a pro, I almost would have understood where it's like, all right, they have a high percentage of people that went pro. Right. You know? So, but but it is a paywall. It is a wall that you have to break in order to then pay them more. And I I think it was the smartest move for them to decide not to do that. Mm-hmm. They could have done it, but I don't think it would have been as successful. I think here you're going to be super successful. You're going to take your inven- your overhead in your pre-owned inventory, and you're going to give it more purpose, and it's going to pay pay the bills better than any than than the current situation you're sitting in. Uh, you make the physical video game you know sales and 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 rental service more more valuable uh and and something that the gamer will think more about which will make like even if you look at this it's like the average you know the average gamer right now buys x amount of video games digitally per year now with these services in place and if it works well maybe instead of 10 games per year it's Seven games per year is still bought digitally, but those but you gained those three. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have to look at it that way. You're not gonna like digital's not going anywhere, but if you can win a little bit of it back by adding value to your your physical location and your physical product, then you know that that's a victory in my eyes. Yeah, and so. at the end of the day, it's a giant spotlight on your building. Yep. Like as a physical retailer, you want people to walk in the door. You want that foot traffic, and putting this out for I think. Six months is huge, like because you're basically making people come back into your store year round. Because who's not sixty bucks for six months? Who's not going to buy it twice and then just have the whole year to be able to walk in there and get it a video yeah. game whenever they want? You now, know. Now the one thing that ABC News was reporting, and and I don't, I'm going to have to do some more research on it. I don't have the correct answer, but it does say that Power Pass will not be a renewable option for members. So. But that's you do it. it once. That's that's all it says. It doesn't say anything else. So it's very vague. Is does that mean I can only do it once per account? You know, or does that mean it doesn't auto renew? Which none of their stuff auto renews. You have to go in and you have to go in yeah. and do it right. Or like I don't I don't get it because because none of the other articles that I've read surrounding this have mentioned anything at all about if it is or isn't. But ABC News decided and to close it that PowerPass will not be renewable upon. Uh, a renewable option for members, however, that could change. I don't get that. So, yeah, I don't understand. That's, that's a, a huge chunk of information that I'm going to need because yeah. I think that if you could do this once for six months, and, and don't get me wrong, it's still the value still there. So, like, yeah. people don't get your panties in a bunch. You still get as many video games as you want to play for six months. But I think taking it away to where you couldn't re-up that renewal 
it would be a very big miss. Yeah, I think very it, big. It's, a big. it's just another 60. Uh, it's inventory, like you said in the beginning, yeah. that's sitting there doing nothing for you, and it could potentially be just another $60 subscription, right? Yeah. And, you know? The only thing I... And so I'm not... It's nothing against GameStop because I haven't confirmed this yet. I haven't gone and talked to any GameStop rep or anything like that. But, like, for me... Like you said, if you can't renew on your account, that's a big. It's a big miss. And if maybe they come out and say, "Well, you can do it once per year," it's still a miss to me. But but I almost get it. Is that you don't want to have? Maybe you're trying to control your subscription amount. Maybe there's a you know like example. If there's too many people that sign up for it, you're not going to have the inventory, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, I guess you do have that. You have to worry about that balance. But again, I don't even know if this is real. I don't even know if this, if ABC has right. this news yeah, we'll right. It could be wrong. Find out. We'll have to we'll have to you know update you once we figure it out. But, anyways, I think we can wrap the show up. We're both excited for this service. I yeah. think it's the right move for brick and mortar uh, company like GameStop to to give it a try, especially with little to no competitions. You know that that you have to worry about um, within this type of service. And honestly, um, you know. Yes, you have digi- like people will say, well, you have um, you have Xbox Pass and you have uh, what's a PlayStation PSN Now or whatever it is. Um, you know, you have those services. I think it's called PlayStation Now. Yeah, you have those services that are subscription based. You pay ten bucks, you get this library of games you can play. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there there is already that existence in digital too. So, but those ones haven't shown a ton of success. They seem to struggle. Um, you know, between the the um, slow download times or some of these games trying to be streamed via server and just running like garbage and, you know, all sorts of different things. So they're still working the bugs out of this. This is where GameStop can come in with a, with something like this idea that competes against that. But if they come in clean, they can gain ground and, and, and you know, lock themselves, solidify themselves a little bit into that, that area of the industry. So we'll see, but we want to know what you think. Is this something that you're going to sign up for? Um, you know, do you or or are you totally against this? And and we want to know why. You got to join the Discord. You got to go to MotorCityGaming.com, and right on the homepage, there's a button that says "Join the MCG Discord." It's free. You get to talk with video game video gamers from around the world every day. So um, join today and come hang out with us. And in the uh, you know the general chat or or uh, any of the other channels, you know we can have some conversations. GameStop talk probably going to be happening in the general chat. But yeah. Um, any any last statements? Anything you want to say? No. Once again, uh, patreoncom podcast. You can go there, get great perks from us. Start your patronage today. Think about it. Since you don't have to have a paid Power Rewards membership from GameStop you are technically saving $15 from there and still being able to get your rental service. So what better way to spend that $15 a month than to go to patreon.com slash podcast and, you know, give it to us. And then we'll give you tenure rewards where you'll get cool T-shirts that you can wear while you're going to GameStop to pick up your game rentals. Man, it sounds like a win-win. I'm, I just thought of this. You're the like, best salesman I've ever heard. Ever. <laughs> But no, oh, we, I'm supposed to. Oh, I'm supposed to be their friend. Like, hey, nice shirt you got on there, buddy. You. <laughs> it only looked one. better if there was a big yeah. Gamezilla logo on. Right. I'm talking to you, the guy listening. <laughs> we do want to thank all of our patrons uh, so far, and and any new patrons we gain, the support is so helpful, and uh, we're so thankful. We, it, again, it's been it's been a crazy last year, right? The last year has been insane for us. The growth has been nuts, and it's all thanks to you guys. 
Um, we're looking forward to 2018, and we can't even we don't even know what's going to look like. The growth has just been out of control. So like what we thought we were going to do this year. We, we passed it months ago, you know, <laughs> like downloads yeah. and analytics and all that stuff that, that most people don't care about, but we do. It's, it's amazing. And it's all, all thanks to you guys. You know, if you can't be a patron, you're like, man, you know, I'm just, I don't, I can't give you money cause I'm, you know, I have bills to pay and stuff like that. We get it. So you know, what's just as good telling someone about us. Spreading the word about GameZilla, about the Legend of Retro, you know, about what Motor City Gaming is doing is just as helpful for us. And, uh, you know, we appreciate all the love we get. And, yeah. Um, yeah, gonna... I appreciate everyone teaching me how to use Google Calendar. Because at the beginning of the year, you're like, man, we should start using Google Calendar to, like, you know, make sure that we're all organized and stuff. I'm like, sure, I got this, no problem. That was a horrible thing for me to say to you, because then now you expect me to actually keep up with the calendar. But... Yeah, beginning of the year, it was kind of like, oh, Google Calendar, all right, cool, this is good. And now it's kind of like, oh, my God, do I know how to use Google Calendar because I'm putting so much shit in the Google Calendar. The last time I looked at Google Calendar, I just closed it because I was like, I don't even know what Jazzy's doing. But <laughs> like, it looks like I have no free time anymore. Right. I need to I need right. to just ignore this until he yells at me or something. Man, it's like we got an interview over here and we're going to this event. And we're, why does it say he farted here? Yeah, like, uh, like, come on, man. We don't need that in the calendar. <laughs> Maybe in the Hangouts, but not in the calendar. <laughs> my bad, my bad. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for hanging out on episode 32 of GameZilla Alpha. Remember, if you're a patron member, you get this as early as tonight, Thursday. Otherwise, we air every Sunday on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, Google Play, and, of course, MotorCityGaming.com. Listen to that Listen to that mothership show, the GameZilla podcast, every Monday night on Twitch. Twitch. Live on Twitch. Live on Twitch. Come watch us. 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Twitch.tv slash games little podcast. Or check or hit that audio podcast on all the same great places every Tuesday. And then Legend of Retro. If you like your retro games, you want to learn more about retro games, then you need to tune into the Legend of Retro every Thursday in all those same great locations. Yeah. And then lastly, we, want, we always like to thank our sponsor, Detroit Beard Collective. If you got a, a beard, a mustache, you got, or you know someone that has a mighty beard or mustache, you need to send them to DetroitBeardCollective.com. They have the best products on the planet to make your beard look nice, smell its best, and also make it the healthiest beard you've ever seen. Yeah. And smell good. I'd and send, if you don't I have said that. Uh, but I know, I know but I'm trying really... to get to this point, whereas if you don't have a beard or a mustache that you want to have smell good, I hope you have eyebrows. Just make them smell good, too. That's weird, but you could do it. Go to Motor City. <laughs> go to go Motor to... City Gaming. Yeah, don't go Hit there. Hit that button go to... at the bottom See, of our page. I was on a That's... roll, and you messed me all up. Go to DetroitBeardCollective.com. Use that code MCGAMING at checkout, and you will save 20% on all orders over $25. Again, that code is MCGAMING. Thank you, Detroit Beard Collective. Uh, we use their products every day, and we love them. So. Yeah, I'm eyebrows. Uh, that's what. Hey, man. You know what? Free world, free, free country. <laughs> you do, you do, you, man. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out. We will see you next week, and until then, game, game on. on.